We was young, racing. Carefree was the best turn. Fast forward, daydreaming about the next turn. Wanna go happen again? Cause I just wanna have fun. Come and beat me up. Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Remember to drop a voicemail, 804-592-6160. Don't it feel good? How you feel? Turn it up a notch. Pop out clean room. Everyday celebration. Take a true vacation. You deserve it. gentlemen yeah oh yeah my 49ers may have lost but the good thing about loving baseball first is you are back, baby. We are fucking back. Yeah. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Before we get into anything, do me a favor and smacky that likey and hitty that subby. But guys, my goodness. Me likey. Oh, you bet your ass I do. Baseball is back. And by the way, hey, like I said before, this is the first time all rise is also streaming on Twitter. So any Twitter head out there that is watching, one, hit the subscribe over here too and come join this amazing community. But if you're chilling, hanging out, having a good time on Twitter, let me tell you guys one thing real quick. Grab your cup of coffee. Grab your cup of coffee. Cup of coffee in the big time, yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah, folks, I tell you, I know you guys want to hear it. I know you guys want to hear it, okay? I know you guys want to see me bask in my misery for a little while, all right? I was upset yesterday. I didn't break no TVs. I didn't do all that. I screamed a bit, so it did feel like, you know, baseball was was on. It, it felt like 
you know, I had that opportunity to 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 scream. And let me tell you this right now, which is a good thing, guys. The vocals are good. The, the vocal cords are ready to go for baseball season. The vocal cords are prepared. They're ready to rock. They are definitely ready to rock. There's no denying that. Uh, it was a good game, man. Look, um, you know, uh, here's what I could say about it. I'll put it very simply. Experience plays so friggin' big in big games, especially close games. Experience is so big. So, I mean, look, salute. What do you say? You know, salute to the to the Kansas City Chiefs. They played a great game. You know, anybody that was watching that game, I'm watching it with my son, Jira, uh, my daughter. We all sat around. We watched the game together. And, you know, um, come that, that overtime, the 49ers get the field goal. Guys, from there, right there in that moment, who the hell didn't think that KC was going to score? Too good. They've been there and done that. The experience is a major factor. I'm sitting there going, just hope for a field goal. That's the best thing. Hope for a field goal, and that's it. They go on and score, and they win. They're a fantastic team. They're really working that, if not a dynasty already. And look, uh, Brock Purdy proved he belongs. The 49ers are going to be a team that's going to be around for a long time. They're not going anywhere. I'm excited about that. Uh, you know, the biggest, the, the, when you start to look back, there was a big moment there. I tweeted about it where the 49ers stopped their running game. They were just like, ah, CMC, sit down, relax. It's good. No more running. And they did this for almost a whole quarter. And they kind of let that slip away. And then the missed, the missed extra point is huge. If Moody hits that missed extra point, they probably win that game. But that's the beautiful thing about elite level of sports is a little mismanagement, miss, uh, a little missed regular play that you should make, and boom, the missed extra point was huge. The Niners probably win that game if they, if they make that, and they, they didn't, unfortunately. And look, that's, that's sports in general, right? That's how it goes. At the elite level, can't make many mistakes. But guys... Once that game ended, yes, indeed, I was upset. I was angry. Uh, you see in the mop, the overrated Taylor Swift up there dancing around. The little, it looks like a looks looks like a mop. I mean, to be honest, uh, no disrespect to Taylor Swift. I hope you and Kelsey have a great long life together. It looked like a fucking mop. Uh, most overrated female singer of all time, in my opinion. I'm just saying. Come on, really, guys. Is she J Lo? No. Is she Shakira? No. Is she Beyonce? No. Come on now, stop it, folks. Just take it easy, all right? Kelsey, God bless you guys. Hope you have a good time. Boone was up there. <laughs> Dancing with her. Oh, man. But guys, look, once that shit ended, once the ball game ended, it was over. It was ready to go. Look, man, all I said to myself is, here's the beautiful thing. I don't got time off to worry about this. It is 150% time. For Major League Baseball. I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm so excited. Um, we got spring training. We got pitches and catches reporting in just a couple of days. Uh, we are going over to Tampa for the very first time as a team. The NYYU team coming into 2024, guys, is by far the best it has ever been. No doubt about it. So, so excited about all the podcasts. And again, guys, there's the voicemail line. Drop a voicemail. We do got things to talk about in this show. We're going to get to that. But um, 
we have so much uh so much good happening here at NYYU guys that it would be selfish of me to even have any consideration of being angry, being upset uh because I have been gifted in many ways and you, you some of you may understand what I'm talking about here. I have been gifted this beautiful platform um that I've been led in this direction to to manage to work with every single day and to grow. And man, oh man, the people that we have brought in that believe in the vision and, and thankfully uh, believe in, in my vision of NYYU and what we need to do as a team. It, it's a beautiful thing, man. And we are going to bring you guys the best Yankee coverage around and it's not even close. I'm telling you guys, it is not even close. Uh, so much great stuff happening. But you guys already know that. You guys already know that. So let's get right into today's conversation and... Uh, there's rumors that still persist out there. Uh, Bob Nightingale recently wrote about this, and he goes, look, the New York Yankees still want Dylan Cease, and they are still having conversation with the Chicago White Sox. Now, do we know for a fact if this is true? Do we know for a fact if if it's real or not? Valentin, uh, Valentine, uh, sorry, Valentin, Valentin, Valentine. Uh, we are 97 subbies away from 23K. But Bob Nightingale is out there saying that there's still open dialogue, there's open communication. The big hangup in this deal. So look, the Yankees want to add pitching. And I go back to what Andy Martino said. I don't think Andy Martino is wrong here. And I, I also believe that people uh, need to understand this, that it's not a negative Andy Martino came out and said that the Yankees, a lot of people in the organization are not sold. They're not bought in to what the Yankees rotation looks like as of right now. And guys, we already know it. Cole Rodone, Marcus Stroman, Clark Schmidt, and Nestor Cortez. We know all that already, right? They're not completely sold. That is why we already know the Yankees made a large offer to Blake Snell, who happens to still be out there. And we'll see how that actually turns out. I think it could still favor the Yankees. If he decides, you know, screw this. It's not going the way I wanted. Let's go and get a short-term deal somewhere, wherever we can find it. Let's go about it that way. Um, and they're still interested in a Dylan Cease trade. Now, I... The Dylan Cease trade, the holdup again, as we all already know, is top Yankee prospect Spencer Jones. The Yankees do not want to move off of Spencer Jones. And I believe what they're waiting for is the White Sox to maybe have that day where they wake up and they go, hey, you know what? Let's try to figure out a way to make this deal work. We like a lot of your guys. Let's figure out. Maybe we take quantity over full quality of what we want back, but maybe we make a deal. I don't know if Chris Getz is going to fall off of that because, look, his job is to come in there and get this team back to a postseason. And let's be real here. They're not directly set up right now to do that. So whether he trades Cease now or you hope that Cease has a very strong start to the year, and you date him, uh, deal them at the deadline. But as of right now, they're not balking off of, look, we want Spencer Jones. We're not moving off of that. And I understand at this point, it's a moot point 
for us to sit here and go, well, maybe I'd do that deal. Look, the Yankees aren't going to do that deal. So I'll leave it right there. The Yankees are not going to do that deal. The question is, do you agree or do you disagree with that move? That is where you'd have conversation. Because look, Yankee prospects, uh, I I tell this to Dane and Los all the time. I say, guys, look, you guys are going to have a gigantic part of everything we do at NYYU because the prospect side of things is so important to this fan base. The fans want to see these prospects. The fans want to see them on the Yankees. The fans buy in to the crazy hype that is put out there and put around these guys. Michael, you guys and a lot of people in here said the same thing about Garrett Cole when he was in Pittsburgh. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I remember being attacked by people that told me the same thing about Cole. He's a four or five. He's not good. He's losing it. He's getting worse. Why would you want to trade for Garrett Cole? I remember all that. Here's, let me just explain, why, and I'll get into Spencer Jones a little bit too. This is why Dylan ceases, to me, a guy the Yankees should seriously target and try to figure out as long as it takes. Whether it gets down to, you know, middle of spring training, don't just let that walk and don't just forget about that. Guys, there is a lot of things that help Dylan Cease that, again, nobody can seem to answer for me because nobody can. And I ask people to answer this question for me, and I'm going to ask the chat again right now. I'll ask the chat right now. Can anybody in the chat find me another starting pitcher that has made 32 starts three years in a row and has 200-plus Ks in all three years in a row? I've been asking this for about three weeks and nobody seems to be able to give me an answer. That's a lie. That's not true, Michael. That's not true. That is not true. Not everybody wanted Cole. That is bullshit. That is absolute bullshit. I remember. I remember being attacked when Cole was on the Pirates and everybody said he sucks. He's not as good. He's not an ace. He's not good. I remember it. It's clear as day. Majority of Yankee fans didn't want that deal to happen. Jonathan, my brother, I appreciate you. Thank you for being a friend. But again, I asked the chat. Who else is out there that has done that? Taking the ball 32 times a year. Going 160-plus innings, 200-plus strikeouts. Webster, you know because you were there. Majority of fans hated the idea of Cole. We can't give up. We can't give up Clint Frazier for him. You can't give up Miguel Andujar for him. Are you kidding me? Joey Bag of Donuts over And let me not get this confused. I am not saying that you go out there and you get Dylan Cease and Dylan Cease all of a sudden becomes Garrett Cole. I'm not saying that. I'm just simply saying 
The Yankees desperately need another guy that they can say he takes the ball. Now, whether you believe a lot in guys like uh, 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 Matt Blake and what he does with pitchers, if you believe in what Garrett Cole could do for a young arm like Dylan Cease, that's why I want him. The reason I want Dylan Cease is I need somebody to harness. I need somebody to harness what Dylan Cease is. That's what I need. I need somebody to harness it. I need somebody to say, no, 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 no. This is what you're doing wrong. This is what we need you to do. Stop throwing that pitch so much. Throw the fastball this way. Let's get more spin on that. That's what I need the New York Yankees to do. That's why I want him here. Now, the debate, as Jonathan right on point, let's go ahead and get to that. Jonathan, my guy, says, don't want to give up Jones, Hampton, or Warren for Cease. Either get Snell or go into the season with the with the rotation we have. We have question marks, but not worth our future. I have such a hard time with that stuff, man. I have such a hard time with that because here's the way I see that. You're admitting we could get better. You're admitting we can cancel out. Some of those question marks. But we can't do it because of the future. Because we got to worry about 2025, 2026, 2027. Where has the Yankee fan base gone to? Where has the win at all cost mentality gone to? It's disappeared, man. The, the Yankees have gotten many of you guys bought and sold. And locked into the fact that, no, don't worry, guys. Next year, two years from now, you just wait and see. Two years from now, you just wait and see, guys. Take it easy. Don't worry about that. You wait and see. It's unbelievable, man. They got you guys hooked and bought and ready to go. Yeah. No, 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 no. Brock's bombing. No, 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 no. We want to win in 2028. When Garrett, when Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge are starting to do this, that's when we want to look to win. Acevedo, my guy. Our future, we are waiting five years for that future. The Yankees currently have on their team Anthony Volpe locked in a spot. Jason Dominguez should very well be locked in a spot. Austin Wells could very well be locked in a spot. They got great young pitchers coming up. And let me tell you guys this right now. You guys want to hear me say something? Ready for this one? There's two prospects the Yankees should not trade. Not even consider trading. Two. Do you want to know the names? Two prospects. The Yankees should have zero interest in dealing. Ready? Roderick Arias and Henry Lalane. Two guys you shouldn't even consider dealing. Everybody else, in my opinion, should be on the table for the right deal. 
there is no way you should deal Roderick Arias or Henry Lalane. Those are two guys you shouldn't even talk about in a conversation. You don't do it. And let me give you guys something on Spencer Jones. I did this with Anthony Volpe last year, and everybody ripped my head off. Turned out I was correct. I did this with, with, with Volpe last year. No, the guys in the majors, don't worry about Caleb. I'm not talking about the guys in the majors that are already impacting. I'm not talking about those guys. Let me tell you guys this real quick, because I did this last year. And a, a, lot, a lot of people attacked me. You hate Anthony Volpe. No, 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 no. I tell the truth about these guys. So last year, I told everybody, guys, dial it back. Take a breather. The Anthony Volpe is Derek Jeter. He's going to hit 300 this year and bada bing and bada boom. I told everybody, look, here's my expectations. 240, 20 homers, 25 stolen bags. I'll be the happiest guy on planet Earth. And everybody said to me, you're lying. You hate the guy. You don't know how good he is. That's terrible. That's a joke. You can't do that, Pete. You're lying to us. You don't like the kid. No, I set the realistic expectations because guys, go back on the videos. You also remember me saying, I talked to advanced scouts in the offseason last year and a lot of them said the same exact thing. He struggles with off-speed pitches and he struggles with high-velocity fastball up in the zone. We saw all of that. Doesn't mean he's not going to adjust. Does not mean that Anthony Volpe could not become a high average hitter. That doesn't, doesn't mean that. He could very, he's a young kid. He has to adjust. He could very well be solid for years to come, an all star every year. He has that potential. But we got to limit our expectations. Guys, as early as today, there's people out there still pushing the Spencer Jones is Aaron Judge comp. Spencer Jones is Aaron Judge. This is a comp that is out there right now that fans continue to talk about. They don't stop talking about this. Guys, what you're doing is setting the young player up for failure. It's insanity to compare a guy like Spencer Jones to Aaron Judge, guys. I'm going to show you guys something real quick. Matter of fact, let me see. Spencer Jones last year in all of the minors in 480 at-bats had 16 homers. He had a 444 slugging percentage, 267 average. He struck out 155 times in 480 at-bats. All right? Um... Where's the other one? He had a 780 OPS. A 780 OPS. And everybody is sitting here talking like as of right this moment, he is the second coming of Jesus Christ. This is what Yankee fans do. This is what Yankee fans do. And it's sad because there's even prospect gurus out there that don't even have him listed as a top 100 prospect. But let me, before anybody goes, Pete, you don't like him. No, it's not the case. Let me tell you what I got to say about him. There's a lot 
of concern in Spencer Jones' swing. There's also the fact that not a lot of players that are about six foot six and up successfully make it in the major leagues long term uh, or become all star type players. I'm not saying that Spencer Jones is bad. I'm not saying that Spencer Jones has no shot. I'm limiting expectations on who this kid is. He's 22. He's going to be 23 this year. Okay? He's already in double-A, long college history, um, new to hitting, believe it or not. He pitched for a majority of his career. He started to hit. Obviously, the kid got great raw power, great tools, great speed, great athlete. But again, guys, this is not. This should not be an Aaron Judge type thing because they're the same height. I think Aaron Judge is 6'7", he's 6'6". It shouldn't be an Aaron Judge thing. The body type is different. Spencer Jones got way more speed. Aaron Judge got way more power. It's not. It, it, it's just a poor comparison. And it's a lazy comp. It's a very lazy comp. You're not looking at nothing when you compare these two guys. What you basically sit there and say is, they're the same height. Cool. They're the same height. My guy, Jonathan, says, no, we could get Snell and Montgomery. George would have. There is your do-it-now, all-in mentality. George, uh, uh, Jonathan, I don't disagree with that. You guys have heard me say many times, if Snell falls to you, you should, you should take it. Take the tax hit and go for it. Again, I don't want to keep repeating many of this stuff because we've talked about this for so long. The New York Yankees, when they traded for Soto, told the world and told all of their fans, we're back. We're back in this thing. That's it. That's all there is to it. We're back in this thing. We're ready to go. That's the way I see it. That's the way I seen it. All day, every day. Yo, France says, other than Judge and Torres, what prospect has the Yankees developed? Trade the prospects, man. And look, I'm not sitting there saying you open up your top 30 and you go, hey, Major League Baseball, they're available. Who do you want? Who do you want? I'm not saying you do that. You got to be smart. And look, I can go down the list with you guys. Matter of fact, we have an amazing list at nyyunderground.com. Go to nyyunderground.com, guys. Go to prospects. Let it scroll down. You're going to see our live top 30 prospects. That is going to be updated this year monthly. We're the only, only group out there that does a live prospect ranking. And we switch that up all the time. I'll go down the list with you guys right now. Matter of fact, I'm gonna even gonna I'm even gonna put it on the screen for some of you to for you guys to see it with me. But let me get to this super chat here by Connor O'Neill. My problem with Jones, our plan is Soto long term. I know we talked about first base the other night, but why not deal from a position of strength? And I am not advocating that the Yankees trade Spencer Jones for Dylan Cease. I just want everybody to be aware of that. I'm not advocating for that. I'm advocating for the New York Yankees to be smart. I'm advocating for the New York Yankees to go, don't let that hold you up. Let's figure something out. And if it's Spencer Jones and then not Hampton or Warren or these guys, Spencer Jones and maybe a couple of lower-level guys, 
I think you'd have to seriously consider it for the now. I think you have to seriously consider that for the now. But again, look, we're going to see what happens. I hope that Spencer Jones is an all-star. I hope that Spencer Jones is a great player. The Yankees find a spot for him, and he's another young kid. They don't have to, that is cost control. They could re-sign Soto, and this team could really be on to something. I really hope that's the case, but we'll see. But let me run down this list with you guys. So this is NYYunderground.com. I'm going to leave me on there for a second. But here we go. Look, Jason Dominguez. Jason Dominguez, we're hearing amazing reports on him. Dominguez is expected back. There's people saying June, July is when they think Dominguez is going to be back. He's going to start his throwing program. He's basically ready to rock and roll. Giving credit to Aaron Boone here. <clears throat> Boone said it during the winter meetings. They believe he's going to be ready to go. Like He, he is ready to lock in, lock, lock in, go. He's going to feel like a regular player almost. We'll see about that. Spencer Jones, we got him ranked number two. Uh, of course, if you guys really want to learn about these guys, reading reading what is written here from our guy Greg is just truly amazing. But Spencer Jones has huge upside. We got Will Warren ranked ahead of Chase Hampton. A lot of people would disagree with that. But Will Warren, number three. Chase Hampton, number five. Roderick Arias, guys, let me tell you right now. This is a kid you don't want to move. Roderick Arias is, is really one of those players that I would not even consider truly moving. Unless it's some unreal deal and then you figure things out. It would be very, very tough for me to, to move on from Roderick Arias if you don't know much about this guy. Guys, look into Roderick Arias. Look at his new video. I think this kid's going to be an absolute breakout stud this year. You talk about somebody that could really force Anthony Volpe off of shortstop. This is the kid right here. That is 100% the kid right there. Austin Wells, you guys already know about. Major leaguer. He's ready to go. A forgotten prospect that people don't like to talk about that much. Everson Pereira. People want to shit on Everson because, hey, wow, he struggled at the highest level. He struggled at the majors. It happens. It happens, guys. It happens. People forget how quick this kid ran through the system. Very, very good upside still there. Henry Lilane, six foot seven lefty starting pitcher. Get this though. Impeccable command. Throws hard, great off speed, really good command. This is a guy you want to pay attention to. Henry Lilane is a guy you want to pay attention to. George Lombard Jr., a kid that is big. There's some people comparing him to a young Manny Machado. We'll see. And then left-handed pitcher Brock Selvage rounds out our top 10. Again, guys, nyyunderground.com. You guys can check that all out. But let's go ahead and get into what this show is all about. The fans, you guys having a voice. Let's go ahead and get into voicemails. Here we go with the first one. That's a good one. Feel the ground. The Super Bowl is over, and I'm sorry your Niners lost, but they played hard and got nothing to be ashamed of. Thank you, my guy. Losing. The outcome of this game was written six months ago, and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. Now it's all about baseball because no one cares about basketball and hockey. <laughs> the Yankees are holding on to 
right. But strange things happen in baseball, and the only guarantee is that there's no guarantee. Mm. Just assholes, I wait, Scott Boris. Your clients are sitting at home watching reruns of the Golden Girls, driving around the doctor's kitchen, the early bird specials, and getting to bed by 6 p.m. Just like you should be doing at this stage of your life. Because we know you better than you think we do, Skype Waste Cat. Instead of being a weasel Nick Jabroni and holding up free agency, how about you do your job and make a deal? Oh, yeah! Watch out! There it is. God, I love those, man. Let me tell you something. It's not an all rise without it. It's, it's not an all rise without it. It's just not, man. You need it. You need it in your life. You need it. Guys, we got 317 in here. You know baseball is coming back. Smacky that likey. Hitty that subby. Oh, hit that like button for us, folks. We appreciate you. We got a lot of voicemails this morning. You guys have loaded it up. And there's my brother, Killer Joe, in the chat. All rise, hungover. Cup of coffee in the big times. He says, fuck Taylor Swift. We knew the script. On to Juan Soto in the BX, baby. Let me tell you guys something real quick. So I'm sitting there. I don't want to keep talking about the game because it hurts my heart a little bit. But I'm sitting there looking around. I go, this motherfucking Kelsey's going to win the game. Watch. They're going to do it. He's going to win the game. There's going to be all this stupid little, oh, my God, it's like a fairy tale. It's like a fairy tale. Shut the frig up. Nobody cares. And on top of it, I was waiting for that scumbag to get it because I said, this is such bullshit. And he almost did. He almost did. But it didn't happen that way. So that kind of gave me a little bit of comfort. A little bit. Is that wrong of me? Is that wrong of me to get comfort out of that? Maybe, you know, people would have been excited about it. I wouldn't have been. I don't know. I don't know. But I know I got my cup of coffee right here. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Pete. Good morning. It's Jean. Jean! I just, I just had to express uh, my, you know, it was just awful, the, the Super Bowl yesterday. We were like, what, 10 seconds away from taking it at the bottom of the fourth? Yep. Uh, San Francisco. And then, fourth and uh, one. Oh, fourth God, and one. The overtime and, again, another close call. Was, it was within our grasp so many times. And I just wanted to say how sorry I am. Your team lost. I was really rooting for them. Thank you, And uh, I know we're supposed to be talking about baseball, but I had to do a reach out and and just (laughs) share with you how that was like, you know, pulling teeth yesterday. And if I have to see uh, Taylor Swift one more time, I'm just going to, my mind's going to (laughs) blow. Anyway, love to you and the NYU and have a good day. You know, Gene, it's um, it, it, it's it's uh, it's nice to hear. It's nice to hear a woman say that. It's nice to hear a woman say that. Uh, Patty Franks, you don't know Dick, my guy. To say the Forty ers choked is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. The Forty ers didn't choke; they lost to a better team. If you want to talk about, they lost to a more experienced team that has been there and done that. It wasn't a choke job. That's not a choke job. 
the uh, Moody missed an extra point unless the Niners win that game. The Niners didn't fall. They didn't falter. Brock Purdy played an unbelievable game. He looked amazing. He did many times. He was he was under pressure majority of the game and dotted passes. There was a little time there. They, the, the Niners offense just died and they struggled. That wasn't a choke job. They lost to a team that was better. Patrick Mahomes is unfucking real. As much as people hate on the guy and don't like the guy, the guy's amazing. I've never seen a guy be able to scramble away, have Nick Bosa about to eat him alive, and Eric Armstead and all these giant-ass dudes about to rip him apart. And the dude could just scramble out and throw a dart 20 yards right on the money. The guy's phenomenal. The guy's phenomenal. It wasn't a choke job. Not at all. That's ridiculous to even say. Niners didn't choke. The Niners lost. It's that simple. It is what it is. Let's keep the voicemails going, guys. Hey, Pete, your boy Simon calling from New Haven, Connecticut, and Bella Vista. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. Well, the 49ers may have lost. We, we played a pretty good game. We'll probably get them next year. But the good news yep. is baseball is just around the corner on Friday. Spring training. Yankees go this year. And Aaron Judge is a gift from God, yeah. Well, Pete, you rock on. Have a good day. And um, 2024 will be the year of the Yanks. And, uh... NYY Underground Forever. And remember, Aaron judges a gift from God. Yeah. Bye. Simon, my guy, I already got it for you, my brother. I already got it for you. Aaron Judge is a gift from God. It's actually locked in, Simon. So, uh, you know, you already gave me permission. Simon gave me permission already. You gave me permission, Simon. You said I'm allowed. You said I'm allowed to play it. All right, so I'm 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 good to go. I'm excited about it. Thank you so much, Simon. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Um, let's go ahead and continue. We got a super chat from DJ Steels. He goes, Dallas 49ers. What's up, Pete and Chat? Well, hey, let's check in on DJ Steele's team. The New England Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second, hold on a second. <laughs> oh, God, let's continue on, folks. Let's move. Oh, man. Oh, God, all right. I, I It's, it's kind of sad because New England fans are becoming like Yankee fans. All they could say is, remember? <laughs> remember what happened back in the day? going on now my guy what's going on now thank you simon i appreciate the voicemail we got a lot more voicemails loaded in guys gonna get to those uh here oh damn we got a bunch more just loaded in all right let's keep it going hey pete how you doing how you doing pete this is me mike you know i am king salomon as a matter of fact you know in my email from louisiana you know hey pete i know uh the the spring training is coming right now. Um, please, man, tell me that you got some good news about it, about a new pitching. I mean, a, a pitcher. We need a new pitcher, man. I, I don't trust us. I mean, we I have agree. three to tell you two. The other two, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? If yeah. you can give us some information about that, Pete. Also, Pete, let me tell you something. You were mentioning because I'm watching your show too. You were mentioning about. Uh, about Taylor Swift and, and all those that you mentioned over there, Shakira and the other one, the other one, the other one. Let me tell you something that you need to understand, Pete. Uh, Pete. Okay. Those are not 
singers. They are entertainers. Okay. It's, it's, it's different between entertaining yeah. and singers. I agree. When you call about, when you're talking about singers, you're talking about voices. Like yes. Taka Khan, Harry LaBelle, Mariah Carey, yep. so on, so on. Whitney Those Houston. Those are singers. This one that you mentioned, my man, they are entertainers. They are no singers. They entertain people. Okay? But anyway, Pete, give me some, give me some good news. Bye-bye, my man. Appreciate you, man. Well, let me go ahead and rephrase what I said then. The most overrated entertainer out there. And, um, uh, Mike, I've I've actually been involved in music for years, so I definitely know the difference of what you're saying. Um, but, yeah, the, definitely not. Those are not singers. You're 100% correct. Uh, I think uh, Andre Bocelli uh, came under fire when he said that Beyonce is an entertainer, not a singer, and everybody was very upset about that. But it is what it is. What are you going to do? All right, guys, we're not getting into a conversation here, all music stuff. Let's keep the voicemails going. Let's see what we got here. Hey, Pete, how you doing? How you doing? Mr. Savage up here from the frigid north, Canada. Mr. Savage, what's up, man? Fucking since 1979. I just got a question for you, though. Mm. How is it that Milwaukee can ask the Yankees for their top prospect? Yeah. But when it comes to the Orioles, they can give burns to them, and the Orioles don't have to give up Jackson Holiday. Yeah. Think that over. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, man, look, I, I've, I've been asked this before, and I've answered this um, very, very, very well, man. Um, it, it's it's rather, it's a lot more simpler than people think. Even myself, you know, we, we see it happen early, and we 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 look into it in a different way. Um, the thing with the whole Spencer Jones and why would a team ask for that? Here's, here's the, the reason it's really simple. Those other guys fit their club better. So a lot of times what happens is they may be sitting there going, we want a starting pitcher. They can even be specific and go, we want a lefty starter. And then we need some infielders. We want a, a good young infield that could come up and kind of take over pretty quickly and go from there. When it comes to uh, the difference there is Milwaukee could then just go, hey, look, if we're going to trade with the Yankees, we want the best of the best. So we we it doesn't f- have our fit, but we want the best of the best. So we're going to ask you for Spencer Jones. We're going to ask you for Roderick Arias. We're going to ask you for guys that we feel you probably wouldn't give us, but that's who we like. And on Baltimore, we get the lefty starter we want, and we get the infielder that could be ready now. Typically, that's what it is. I don't believe in this whole Yankees tax thing. The fact of the matter is, here's another thing, guys. Over the years, there's a lot of teams that don't believe the Yankee prospects hold value. A a, a lot of teams do not believe certain Yankee prospects hold value. It's not a knock on the New York Yankees. I'm not beating up the New York Yankees here. But there is a lot of teams that don't believe in what those guys have and what the Yankees have as a whole. That does happen. And, you know, Joey Ortiz was ranked higher than Spencer Jones on the top 100 list. Whether you agree, disagree with that, it's up to you. Let's keep it going, guys.
Mario, thank you for saying everything that you're saying right now because it's on point. This is Christian calling from Manhattan. Mario. I think Cashman might be so concerned about the Mario. future that he's sacrificing the now. Mario! And we have to remember, Rodone's going to be here for a couple of years. You know, Garrett Cole's going to be here for a couple of years, right? So, and Soto's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Now is the time to show him that the future is now. Because obviously that's what we're talking about. The future is now. The Yankees just as easily as the Orioles can go out there and get ceased. Let let go of this guy in AAA. The future is now. You 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 Mario! can't be thinking about four and five years down the road because what about now? How are you going to show Soto that Mario! you care about winning? You know that his T-shirt can be retired out there Mario! next to Jeter's. If you don't do that now, the Yankees can easily go out there and get ceased. They can get creative with Snail and be like, look, okay, fine, Mario! dude. You know, you, you, we're not going to give you 270. Let, let, at least sign with us for a year. Let's show you that we're a winning team, that you want to sign with us. You know, screw Boris. You know, we're going to show you that big lights in the sky and the trophies and the championships. You know, we'll give you, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty million dollars to basically sign at least for a year, and then you decide what you want to do next season. Now imagine Mario! that lineup with Cole, hopefully, Mario! and I say hopefully a healthy Rodon, with a cease and a snail in that lineup, and anybody else that, that you can imagine that, that we have in our rotation in there. My God, they just got to get it done, you know. I mean, what's Cashman going to do if Snail signs with another guy Snail? and then he happens to be signed by the Baltimore Orioles who can get it done like that, just like they can? How foolish will Cashman look having Corbin and Cease up there in, in, in Baltimore, you know? Thanks. Bye. Well, Christian, I'll be honest with you. I really didn't hear much of what you said. Uh, the Mario part. Uh, I, I'm Pete. I, I'm Pete. I'm Pete. Pete Simonetti. I'm here a lot. I'm Pete. My brother Mario is on the Bronx and nothing. He's on game season live often. I am Pete. Pete. And it's Blake Snell, not Blake Snail. He's not, he's not a cartoon show on Nickelodeon. Blake Snell. Not Blake Snell, my guy. Come on now. Got to do better than that. Blake Snell. Pete Simonetti. Blake Snell. Pete Simonetti. I'm Pete. I'm Pete. I'm Pete. I'm Pete. All right. Let's keep it going. Yeah. What up, Simonetti? The one and only DJ Steely. Yo, how you doing? End up. How you doing? How you doing? Hey, Pete, how you doing, man? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) There we go. Voicemail off. We didn't even get to all of it. Keep it going. Hey, Pete, first, last. I completely agree with your take on Arias and Alana. You keep them. I think they've got the highest ceilings yep. in the system, and uh, you could really plug into this team at third and in the rotation in the next few years. Like, 
Uh, if Volpe stays at shortstop, I think Arias is your third baseman and Lalane is like your number two in two or three years probably, or potentially, right? You keep them. I'm all for trading Spencer Jones, Hampton okay. if you have to. We need another starting pitcher. If they're not going to spend the money on Snell or Monty, which whatever, you know, we need another starting pitcher. So keep up the good work. Uh, I'm glad that football is finally in the rearview mirror so we can uh, just talk about baseball. Uh, yep. Looking forward to spring training. Thanks, Pete. See you. Appreciate you, man. Look, first last, I got to I got to be honest with you, man. First last is a guy who um, he has, he, he always has very good voicemails and really good takes. And for him to sit there and go, look, I trade him. You know, I, I would trade Spencer Jones. You got a lot of these other guys there. I trade him. 100%, I will let him go. Um, that's interesting. Actually, there's another one from first last year. Let's get to that one. Hey, Pete, first last again. Uh, I forgot to mention one thing about Spencer Jones. People, you, you know, sometimes don't talk about Maya. Like, which one of those guys are you going to keep in center field? Right? Maya, correct. Uh, correct. I mean, we've got Judge. Hopefully, we're going to have Soto. I'm just going to assume we have Soto, or they wouldn't have traded so much for him. Mm. Uh, Judge Soto, uh, and you've already got Dominguez. So, you know, who, you know, you got a DH spot you're going to need to fill in a couple of years. Stanton's, you know, mm. probably not going to be around after another couple of years. Right. Uh, you know, but where, where are you going to play Jones and Maya? I mean, which you're going to have to choose between them, right? So, you know, they gave Maya a bunch of money too. So, I, to me, Spencer Jones is like he's not going to be. You know, he's a guy you can he, you can trade him. You know, you've got mm. another guy right behind him, and you've already got Dominguez in center, and maybe left. But you know, you're going to have to choose between these guys and pick one. Um, and we need a starting pitcher right now, so let's figure something out. See ya. A great point again. I mean that is, that is a great point again, no doubt about it. I mean, that's a point. I forgot who on the team was saying that. Somebody on our team was saying that. Might have been Kev. Um, I would love I would love to get that right because I, I think it might have been Kev that was saying that. And he basically said that um Brandon Maye is coming up. I mean, he's another guy you invested a lot of money into. Where are all these guys gonna play? You really gotta make your mind up. Um, you know, Scotto, you know, Scotto says Spencer Jones hasn't really been that good. He hasn't put up a year where you're like, holy shit, like Coming into last offseason, I'll be honest, I had scouts kind of tell me, and if you guys go back on those videos, you'll see it. Me and Dane had that same exact information. I had scouts telling me he might be up before uh, uh, Jason Dominguez. They were like, this kid is going to just skyrocket. He's going to fly through the system. And he got off to an unreal start, and then he just slowed down an A ball. His K rate was over 30%. Goes up to double A. Doesn't do amazing. K rate drops a bit. But um, there's concerns there. Just like every prospect, there's concerns. Can he make the adjustments? Is he going to be able to make the adjustments? That's the big questions here. Is he going to be able to do that? The beautiful thing about it is we're going to have a chance to find out. We're going to find that out instantly, and we're going to see what actually happens. He 100% has the potential, Medina. No question about that. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? All right, real quick, I'm all for trading prospects. Like Spencer Jones for the right deal, I'm all for trading him. Go ahead. And all these comparisons to Aaron Judge, cut that mm -hmm. out. Stop stop doing that. Same 100%. thing with Volpe. Set him up. I think 
let these guys become who they're going to become. But yep. side note, just wanted to say I watched Spencer Jones playing college. I went to one game when he was playing. I went to South Carolina. He went to Vanderbilt, and I was at that game. And we were all in right field. He was playing right field. We were chirping his ass off, not knowing <laughs> who he was. We were just like, this dude is one big motherfucker. So we're going to yell at him. And he comes up to the plate, hits a fucking nuke. Never seen a ball hit that far in my life. And we were like, holy shit, who is this guy? Fast forward a couple months later, gets drafted by the Yankees. I'm like, holy mm. shit, that's him. Yeah, he's a freak athlete. Yep. Yeah, that was a long True. voicemail. I appreciate the work you guys do here. I think 2024 coming up for NYYU. Oh, yeah. See you later, fam. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And no, look, uh, that's the other thing, too, that uh, me and Dane have talked about often. And a lot of people don't, you know, I don't, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe it's just not comps out there. But Spencer Jones hits the ball more like Stanton than he does Judge. Aaron Judge kind of falls in line with that Mark McGuire type, right? He hits those deep, high fly balls, and the ball just flies off his bat. Spencer Jones hits missiles. That's what he was always known for. Spencer Jones was known for hitting bullets like Stanton does. When Stanton's healthy, he hits the ball. It just It's just a missile. It's not a deep, high fly ball that takes a while to get out. He just hits rockets everywhere, just complete missiles. Spencer Jones the same way. He hits missiles all over the field. And here's one good thing that I want to say. Apparently the Yankees tinked with, tinkered with his swing and kind of brought him away from what he was doing at Vanderbilt. According to what we know, he's kind of gone back to what he was doing originally at Vanderbilt. Maybe it's going to make a big difference. I hope so. Spencer Jones is a guy that has so much pop and so powerful. You don't have to worry about launch angle and all this bullshit. There's no need to worry about launch angle. You let him be him and that's it. You don't worry about that shit. You don't, you don't worry about that shit. Let's keep it going, guys. Hey, Pete. Um, called earlier. Um, yeah, I agree. I would never, you know... Um, would never want to compare, you know, a, a young player to a guy like Judge. Um, but, you know, listen, things are all the way they are, and, and that's kind of part of being part of a big market. I mean, Dominguez was compared yeah. to Mickey Mantle. You know, yeah. uh, Volpe's compared to Jeter, and yeah. Judge is, you know, apparently Volpe, I mean, Spencer is the, the new Judge. But yeah. I wouldn't go as far as just saying, hey, you know, um, you know, he had only a few home runs in the minor leagues. I mean, Judge didn't have that many home runs when he was the same age as Spencer either. So um, I think we just have to get away from all of that. And I agree. Just, you know, treat it as it is. I mean, listen, he, he has the potential, you know, to be a superstar player and then not make any uh, judgments or, or place any labels, um, yep. you know, on, on these type of players. Because I'm sure it creates unnecessary pressure. I mean, we wonder, of course. you know, why some of these guys can't perform. I mean, you know, that's part of it. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't, you know, me personally, I wouldn't go as far as saying he won't be. Maybe he'll be better than Judge. Right. Um, but, you know, we have to sort of stop placing these labels on these kids that are, you know, in their 20s and comparing them to to Hall of Famers and superstars yeah. and things like that. But yeah. um, anyway, that, that's my comment. Bye. Yeah, you're 100 percent correct. And look, Aaron Judge made the adjustments. You know, if you look at the OPSs, they're very, very different. I mean, that's that's the big thing. Spencer Jones is running in there, at, you know, 22 years old, 
with a 700 OPS. Aaron Judge had OPSs of over 900 at that time in the minor leagues. And this is why I say it, it's just it's it's a a it's a poor way of looking at these guys is this idea that you could just see one of these guys and go, hey, they're the same height. That's who he is. Because, look, Dane does this daily. This is Dane's job. This is what he does. Dane looks at all these guys every day. He loves the prospects. He admits I'm a prospect hugger in many different ways. I love these guys, right? Dane will sit there and tell you himself. It's a bad comparison. It's a lazy comp. It's a lazy comp. Like you said, what if Spencer Jones becomes this just unreal elite player? It's very true. He could. He could become that. He could be somebody we look at and go, damn. This guy's unbelievable. You never, you never, you never know. You never know. It's true. It's true. You never know. Rod Thompson, my brother, says he gets the stitches out today. Can I get a Ric Flair? Whoa. That's poor. I never could do a good Ric Flair. Get Dylan Cease. I will feel better about rotation going into the season. Is there a way the Yankees get Dylan Cease without giving up Spencer Jones? I don't know. They're still very interested. Uh, we do have uh, more voicemails, guys. We, we're we wrapping up on one hour. I'm going to get to your voicemails. We're going to wrap the show up. We do got designated spitters tonight at 7 p.m., so let's keep it going. Hey, yo, Joey Bag and Donuts. Oh, hey. Yeah. I just got the call, Pete. I'm rushing to the hospital. Wife's in the hospital. Uh, I just want to know, you know, all rise or nothing. What's up, chat? Who comes first, my son or the Yankees report? Congratulations, Joey Bag of Donuts. Oh, my guy. Congratulations, Joey. Guys, give a round of applause. Give a congratulations to Joey Bag of Donuts over here. Thank you for being a friend. Uh, Pete, this is from Edge. My guy, Edge, says, Pete, I know uh, it's far away, but are you guys going to the All-Star game in July? By the way, I changed my name from Ronald Gutierrez to Edge. Ronald, what's up, brother? Um, As of right now, guys, it's, it's going to be tough. Um... Trust me, we want to go, we want to make it work, but the way we're trying, we're looking at it now financially, I, I don't know if it's going to be possible this year, to be honest with you. Um, you guys, the fan, you know, you all help a lot. You all do a shit ton of stuff for us to, to try to get us to where we got to be. And like I said, you guys have, have really made Tampa a real possibility and Tampa's done, it's locked in, it's ready to go. Um... All-Star game is going to be tougher. We really got to see what the next couple of months look like. Uh, so as of right now, I, I don't want to give you a um, 100% opinion on it. I, I would just say right now we're, we're a little unsure if it's going to happen. I'll leave it at that. I think we're a little unsure if it's going to happen. That's the best way. Um, that's the best way I could put it. Uh, let's see. We got a couple of more voicemails. Here we go. Hey, Pete. This is Dom from the Bronx. Yo, Dommy. Cookie in a while. Just want to weigh in on the Lalani kid. Yeah. That big handsome son of a bitch. Six that seven. handsome son I of a bitch. I would hold on to him and his brother. I think those are big clogs in the future. And I say, 
Anybody else that wants to hold us hostage, you know what? They can go throw rocks because I'm not doing that. F them. Plain English. So remember this. These words, you're going to be hearing them soon. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. Have a great day, Bubba. Pitchers and catchers coming soon. Thank you, Dom. I appreciate that, man. I hope we do hear that uh, over 100 times this year. That would be very, very nice. Let's get that over 100 times. Get right back into the postseason and go for this damn thing. Um, what is the, uh, What's the other one here that I wanted to see? Somebody else just said it was a chat. Oh, okay. Speaking of Trevor Bauer, hold off on that. Tune in to Designated Spitters tonight at 7 p.m. That is one of our topics today with myself and Francis. We're going to be talking about that today. So hold on to that, guys. Hold on to that. Pete, what's the deal, baby? Is DJ Control in full effect? My I guy. have a question. By adding Blake Snell or Dylan Cease to this rotation, mm-hmm. in your honest opinion, and I want you to be real with me, do you think that makes the Yankees a World Series caliber team? That's all I have, man. Have a great day. Take care, brother. Appreciate you, DJ Control. And yes, I do. I do. I do. And look, it's only on paper, right? It's only on paper. But if you added another solid arm with upside, let's just say with upside, I think it does make this team a World Series contender. um, No doubt about it, because that upside could be very high. And I'm talking on paper here. Of course, it has to happen on the field, but we're talking on paper. But yes, no question about it. I think it makes them a much better team. It makes them a World Series caliber team. And it 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 brings a a a certain aura, I think, back to the Yankees where they can have an offseason where they could go, damn, we won 82 games and we were terrible. But we add Soto, we add Verdugo. We had Marcus Stroman, and then we hit everybody with a Snell, a Cease, or whatever the deal is. Wow. Wow. That would be unbelievable. That would be absolutely unbelievable. Guy says, Pete, what's your opinion on Cease and the pitch clock, which is changing again? You know, I don't mind the pitch clock. I think it worked wonders for guys like Garrett Cole. I think it allows a guy like Garrett Cole to... To truly lock in, dial in, don't be concerned about, oh, I got a called ball against me. I thought it was a strike. And then he falls apart. I think it allowed Garrett Cole to really have tunnel vision and just focus on the game and just get to your next pitch. You got to rush it. You got to go. You got to have a rhythm. Rhythm is very important for a pitcher. I know some guys are different. But I think it could affect certain people. Um you know, when you when you bring up Dylan Cease, I don't want people to sit here and be like, Pete, the guy's not an ace. I'm not saying Dylan Cease is an ace, and I just want to get this message across because I, I know how people are. They'll misconstrue your words. I am not sitting here telling you guys that Dylan Cease is an ace. He's going to come to the Yankees and have a 280 ERA. I'm not saying that, guys. I'm never saying that. I don't believe that. What I'm saying about Dylan Cease is that he takes the ball. 32 starts, three years in a row. He gives you 160-plus innings. That is value. That is value. Huge value. 
He also has tremendous upside. He was just a runner-up a year ago for Cy Young. This is a guy that played behind a horrible defense in a horrible ballpark and a horrible team. I just feel like you pair a young kid like him up with a Garrett Cole, with Matt Blake, and I really believe you can see that upside unfold for you. You also got him for two years. That's all I'm saying. I just think people are very much underrating Dylan Cease. That's the way I see it. I think fans are kind of blowing this guy off like he's... He sucks, Pete. He sucks. I don't want him. He's terrible. And I think that is absolutely insane. I think that's absolutely wild. It would make the Yankees rotation a whole lot better. And look, I think he might surprise some people. I think he might surprise some people. Um, Let me see. I just saw something here I wanted to get to. Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Dom Davis. Um... A happy birthday shout-out to your son, Tommy. Tommy! Tommy! (laughs) Happy birthday, Tommy. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Dom, of course, my friend. Thank you so much, too. Guys, you got one more voicemail to get to. Here it goes. Hey, Pete. It's Eli. I think another voicemail is going to get deleted because it was too long. I was rambling on too much. But I'll keep this short and sweet. What Cashman is doing is actually very intelligent. He is not just going to shoot out his farm system for whatever sexy name is out there. He's going to keep it if he sees the sexy name. There's some question marks with it. If it's a guarantee like Corbin Burns, boom, you go flip. You go flip prospects for it. Not Spencer Jones, but I would have flipped some prospects over to the Brewers for Here's my question to you, Li. You say it's smart for the Yankees to for it's intelligent. Let me break this down for you in a very slow way. Let me break this down for you in a very very slow way. Let me let me take this off one second. I'm gonna break this down for you before we wrap this one up here. You say it is very very intelligent for Brian Cashman not to deal prospects. Then why do you tag everybody on Mother Earth? Trading everybody on the team. Why do you waste everybody's time by tagging everyone and their fucking mother on Twitter with bullshit four-team, six-team trades, 32-team trades to go ahead and trade everybody? You wanted to trade Anthony Volpe for Patrick Corbin. Huh? 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 Now it's smart. Now it's smart. So you take the same advice and stop the trades. There you go, my guy. Guys, with that being said, we are going to wrap up today's show. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you guys. You guys are the goats. You guys are the friggin' goats. And let me tell you something again before we wrap this one up, guys. If you thought 2023 was good, 2024 is about to knock your friggin' socks off. And by the way, we got baseball. Oh, my God. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, we got baseball back, baby. Look at that. That is actually Aaron Judge taking BP. I can't wait to go see these sons of bitches. Lord have mercy. I'm going to go out there. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go shag some fly balls out there. Damn it! Let me get that one right to me. Got it. Got it. I'm ready to go. Guys, I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for all the love and the support today. Until next time, guys, I am out. Much love. See you guys later. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Just a few hours away. Designated spitters. I'll talk to you guys then. Thank you, guys. Peace. It's heavy. Trilly on my soul. I'm the most selfish person that I know. Here we go down the rabbit hole. Got a couple carrots around my neck. Self-respect. When you out of line, you put yourself in check. Uh, they don't hear me. They don't, they don't, they don't hear me though. Cycles going round and round and round like a merry go. Stand for truth or fall for any old scenario. That's why I keep my circle smaller than a cheerio. Cause this the company you keep. Stay woke. Please don't get caught slick. End up. Cheap. The ghost is inside of me, can't take it out of me.